0: Welcome to the Bards FM Podcast, this is Scott Kesterson and tonight you're listening to A Conversation with Dr. Lee Merritt. This war is real, fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students, they become the bards of war. Good evening patriots, and tonight we have a great interview, a two-part, which is a perfect interview for Friday night leading into the New Year's weekend, and it's with Dr. Lee Merritt. And so we're going to have this part now, like we do, and then there'll be, instead of Fishers of Men, there'll be the second part on the Bards FM Part 2 at 9 o'clock tonight. And I think you'll really enjoy this interview. We cover a lot of ground, like we always do. Always great conversations with Dr. Merritt and all things. And of course, naturally, everything's centered around the normal craziness in the world. And as we all know, how things are starting to fall apart it's one thing I will say, and it's important to get a good night's sleep, and I'm going to speak just firsthand this week. I have been, this week, it's a good thing I've had such a great mattress, sheets, bed, pillow, the whole thing. It's been a long week starting before Christmas. Sleep is what keeps us healthy, and one of those great things about sleep is we can enhance that with those products that we buy, like at My Pillow, which is the best, best place ever for sheets, pillows, mattresses, slippers. Towels and even coffee. They've got great coffee. So head on over to mypillow.com forward slash bards, mypillow.com forward slash bards. Check out the great savings and use your bards promo code, B A R D S. You won't be disappointed. Never can be disappointed with my pillow. And the best part about it is every time we support my pillow, we're supporting the efforts that Mike Lindell is doing to continue to f- support the fight for liberty. I don't know if you know this or not, but right now, Mike Lindell is in his group has been funding a lot of the Kerry Lake lawsuits to try to get that election nightmare exposed. And he continues to dedicate so much of the revenues of the company to fighting for liberty. So our best way of supporting him is to take advantage of these great savings and these great products that he has. So mypillow.com forward slash Barts. your promo code is Barts. incredible products over there. You can even get your pajamas over there now. I'm not, I don't have my pillow pajamas just so you know. But you can. You can get MyPillow pajamas, comforters, all sorts of duvets. I mean, you name it. It's there. And even, even some awesome pillows for the kids that have Bible verses on them. It's never too late to have a late Christmas. That's what I say. Or how, how about a New Year's gift or something like that? So anyway, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards. Check it out. You're going to love it. All the great products over there. And it's a great way to support the country and get great stuff for yourself. And by the way, last note on this. If you're getting ready to bunker up because of the coming collapse, make sure your bunker is well-equipped with MyPillow pillow sheets and mattresses. You don't want to be sleeping down there on a hard mattress and eating tuna for the next five years. You want to at least get a good night's sleep. So head on over, MyPillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards. Boy, I'll tell you, this is something. All right, Patriots, so here's the deal. Dr. Lee Merritt is probably one of the great minds. Not, I say probably, she is one of the great minds of our time and probably one of the leading in uh, doctors is providing the best alternative options to keeping your body safe, strong, healthy. If you haven't followed her protocols, please do. They're the parasitic protocol she's been pushing and it's on her site, which is the medicalrebel.com. The medicalrebel.com. You will not be disappointed. Huge inroads that she's made in health so really really excited about that now one last thing tomorrow night didn't haven't done this but It's us to stop we thought we'd start with, with our first one we're going to do a bards fm new year's eve show it's going to be a fun show i'm going to have our mods call in and i'm going to have duncan call in so we're going to have a fun evening it's going to start at 8 30 tomorrow night and that way we can cover each time zone from the Pacific all the way to the East Coast, or actually the other way around, East Coast, Central, Mountain, all the way back to Pacific, and be there for the change of the new year by time zone. So we can do that. (laughs) We get to watch the invisible ball drop three times instead of just once. So anyway, we'll celebrate that. That'll be tomorrow night. And then uh, we'll bring in the new year on Bards FM. If you want to join us, you're welcome to. Or maybe I should say it this way. Be there, Patriots. There's no option. Get over there. Get down and start start knocking out push-ups. <laughs> that sort of thing. So it's good. That'll yeah, be great. All right, Patriots. So with that, without further ado, this is about a 50-minute interview, and it's about 50 minutes on the other side, on the second part, so it'll keep you busy. Great interview with Dr. Lee Merritt. Here we go. Well, Patriots, once again, we have one of our favorite guests. One of the great minds in this fight in America, especially when it comes to medical research and understanding the trends of what we're facing with, and that's Dr. Lee Merritt. So Dr. Merritt, good morning and welcome to the show. How are you doing?
1: Hey, thank you. Hope you had a great Christmas.
0: I hope you did too.
1: Yeah. Well, mine's postponed. You see my background on that, for those of you watching, it actually has a, uh, I'm still in the Christmas mode because my kids don't get home till January, so we're we're haven't even cut down the Christmas tree yet. I'm still putting up Christmas
0: decorations. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: It's you know when you when you're used to being behind, it just doesn't bother you
0: anymore. I t- called you last night to tell you the news about the YouTube. Uh,
1: oh yeah, <laughs>
0: t- taking down of the video and then making my response in terms of the Nuremberg Code. Uh, what's your thoughts on that? Because I, I, I mean, obviously we laughed about it, but it's pretty interesting that I mentioned Nuremberg, and within less than twelve hours, they put that video right back up. So what's your they thoughts reversed on that? It.
1: Well, again, see, I I really am very hopeful about twenty twenty three, and I keep telling people, you know, I mean, there's a. This is not a war like other wars. Let's let's be honest. This is the war, you know, we always thought, we thought World War I was the war to end all wars. Oh, baby, that was nothing compared to what we're in now. And it's a war we've been in for thousands, humanity's been in for thousands of years, I think. And wouldn't it be something if we are the people to watch it come down? But when wars end, it's very sudden. You know, it's a tipping point. And it's like for four years, I mean, World War II is just a great example because it was slugging through the mud of Normandy and, you know, you know, the uh, the island hopping in the Pacific. And it just seemed to go on forever, even just even those of us who didn't live through it, just listening and reading the history. I mean, it just seems to go on forever. And then one day, poof, it was over. And I honestly think what you just experienced is one of those little tidbits that says, there's something big changing in the world. And that big thing, I think, is the is the overall umbrella of control. It, it suddenly seems like the control is changing, that people are not, I mean, from Brazil to uh, China to everywhere you look, little things are happening. Like I cite in China, the fact that the, the the, the big money transplant hospitals that they were using to live transplant from the Uyghurs and the Christians and Buddhists and the Falun Gong. Suddenly they're sitting empty. That's the housing bubble. They call it a housing bubble, but it's a hospital bubble, you know, um, Bolsonaro, The you know, here's Brazil and the military standing with the president who had his election stolen, just like we've seen, you know, little things are happening all over. And, and I think in my worldview, I think that we are one of the big points of the so called awakening is realizing that all the chaos, the mayhem, the evil, all of this, the stuff that we grew up, we who grew up in the 20th century believed were just random events. Now we are able to see the connecting dots. People are waking up to the fact that these things are all connected, that evil is not some inchoate you know, can't, can't find a target to shoot at problem. It's connected and it's the same villains or villain, you know, Um, you know, it's only in my lifetime, just recently in my lifetime, have we started talking about world war one and world world war two, actually being a continuation of world war one, that it's being kind of a, that they're connected. When I was a kid growing up, no, there was no relationship to world war one and world war two. And What's the thing I thought about now is it's very similar is that now we're just we're just connecting things that are happening in one place. The world, the Internet might have been to control us, but we we as humans surprised the bad guys, I think, and turned it around and we've used it to connect the dots. And I think you're finding out because the real question in the world is, is all this evil just random or is there somebody running the show? and i feel like this is like being in a sandbox where you've had a bully for a long time all the time you've ever been every time you went out to the playground same bullies in the sandbox or his cousin or his buddies or the people he hired to be there and they're always stirring up sand and throwing it in kids faces so you thought it was normal you know you could play for a little while and then they they'd cut down your castle or they'd throw sand in your eyes you had to leave it w- went on and on and on and then one day the bullies went away and you said Huh? Hey, all of us can have fun here. We don't have to have all that going on. And I think we're at that phase. We're starting to see that phase.
0: This gets into an interesting discussion. And I've had this a number of times and it's kind of what I say is the three paths before us and the peeling of the layers of the onion, because we end up with the evil evil that we're dealing with, which is rooted heavily in the satanic core. It's got, um, it's trafficking kids, et cetera. It's the most horrific of horrific. And then we have this other fight going on, which appears to be, to me, when I look at it, it's a fight between elites because we don't have a seat at either table. We're just told to, on one level, you know, basically each one of them is telling us they have a plan that we're supposed to just abide by it. And that center point is getting rid of, I would assuming is getting rid of the darkest of the evil, but they're both offering a similar type of service, which is an integration with the digital world, which is transhumanism. And then you have this third path, which is really where so many of us are sitting out here going, "Uh, no, we're not going to take either. We're going to find our own way. We're going to get back to some very fundamental, natural things. That's what I say going back before we go forward. We're not rushing to technology. We're actually stepping back from it. And we're trying to find a better way to move forward as humanity. What's your thoughts on that?
1: Well, there might be. I I agree with you. There could be three pathways like that, but they all depend on certain things. You know, I've come to the conclusion that there really is the black and white part here is that um, God gave us free will. And free will breeds rugged individualism. I mean, we, you know, if you think maybe the natural, I believe the natural state of humans are to be individuals, not the collective. Then you have satan the satanic belief system that's then run at the top it, to, it that everybody has to be under control because that's the way you force compliance and control and belief and worshiping satan i guess but whatever it is you need hierarchy so if you look at the world every hierarchy i suspect that every time you look at a hierarchy of anything that we we've become more hierarchical as as we've gone through the ages and those hierarchies i suspect at the top of all hierarchies is the ultimate evil somewhere that you're not gonna i don't care if you're talking about the mormon church the methodist church the banking houses in europe the uh you know the 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 clubs the private clubs at some point when you have a hierarchy at the top there's the potential for an evil takeover and it tends to breed that so i think you know not to mix metaphors here but You can have all sorts of plans like AI, you can have transhumanism. You know, I I admit they don't have to plug us in anymore. They can spray things in the atmosphere and they can do all sorts of stuff that might kind of push us in that direction. But at, at one end, that is the hierarchical plugged in system. And it's kind of like all our existence, we haven't been plugged in and we didn't realize the possibility. It's kind of like being the cattle out there on, the, on a big prairie and you, you've been grazing on the grass and you didn't realize there were fences out there because you never saw them. You lived your life all your life. And for the most part, you didn't see that you were in a fenced in area. And then one day you start seeing the fences and then the fences seem to be getting closer, but they're still run by one guy. <laughs> and I heard of, of a few cowboys you know? So the issue is stay outside the fences. I think there's always going to be a way to be outside the fences. I, I I think, and at some point we can't necessarily, you know, at some point God's going to intervene. Now, I don't know how that works, but I don't think we're here. I think there's a bigger plan here that I'm not read, read into, but on the small plan, I say we can always unplug it. You know, I asked my son's electrical engineer. I asked him one time, I said, so you no, know, Karen Kingston, I, she and I had lunch and she said she thinks that this this uh, smart hydrogel is all man-made, but it's not really man-made. It was given to us by AI algorithms that AI is sentient. It's out of the box. That's what we're fighting. That's who's putting up these satellites and things through men, you know, through people, but that, that it's ultimately what you're saying, the AI wars. And I said, so I asked him, I said, could that, do you think AI is out of the box? He said, nah, if they were, if it were, I'd be out of a job. Which there is a truth to that, is that if AI were really in charge, I think we'd see it so dramatically. I, I do think what's happening, I think that there's a frequency, and, and Tesla knew this, there's a frequency of the Earth. It's about 8.6 hertz, right? The Schumann resonance. It also happens to be the frequency of our, our alpha waves in our brain, our cavities, our our cardiac, everything we have. We live, all of humanity and biologic reality lives within this very kind of small frequency wavelength n- neighborhood until until the 20th century. And then we started implementing cellular wavelength. And then we, we, we had started with telegrams. We, and all that has changed us in ways that it's a huge experiment, probably not for those who know what's going on, but it's a huge change for humanity to be bombarded with these wavelengths. You know what's so? I I came to this conclusion when I was thinking about those huge windmills that don't really make economic sense or green sense or energy sense in any way, shape, or form. What are they really there for? Well, those things make a long electromagnetic frequency wave that doesn't attenuate. They go through that wavelength that it produces goes through mountains. Um, years ago, the Greenpeace were worried that those long similar waves made to call submarines were screwing up whale migration. So if they were worried about an occasional burst damaging the whales, what are we doing with these huge, uh, you know, wavelength generators all over the world that are bouncing? Literally that wave bounces off the other side of the world and back. I think we're changing the general frequency of our world. And that can't be good. Now, that is a big issue that is how do individuals get around that one? See, that's I guess that's the I'm I'm more worried about that than I am about satellites, because satellites there are what 1200 2200 ground stations we can take that down overnight but the uh the the wavelengths of these things that people don't realize we are addicted to our phones and our all the different things that are bombarding us um that's we are we are electromagnetic beings we are creatures of light and our dna does not work the way that they're telling us about like a ticker tape where we can stick letters in there and numbers no 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 it's an electromagnetic transmitter of some sort it, it, it takes frequency and it converts it and it reproduces things and it makes me a human and it makes, you know, a wombat, a wombat. And there's something, it's, it's electromagnetic in ways that we don't understand. And that's what's getting screwed with here. And that's the real worry I have. I don't know how to, I don't know what that's, haven't followed that enough, but I think that's where we have to be focusing and they're having us focus on other things.
0: No, I think we have a real collective agreement here. I think there's a few things that um, you said, the key thing, which I'm, as we were talking beforehand, right, we didn't really get to, but it's critical. This is all about choice and free will. There's absolutely that. And at some point, yes, God is going to intervene. I don't have any doubt about that. In the meantime, it's the process to me of what stands before us in these very critical choices. Right? Of where are you going to take the route? Are you going to follow that route of tyranny which is a willful desire to either to control or be controlled. We're seeing that play out in some of this strange sexual behavior, which goes right back to the ancient worship of ball. Yeah. Then we have kind of this center mass of people that they're there. They, they don't really want to take, have a big change. They want to kind of things go back to normal. It's a convenient society for lack of saying lack of awakening. It's a convenient society. And I think they're very susceptible to the offers that are coming in to say, hey, you can have a digital ID, you can do this, and it's one thing that leads to the other. Because the one thing about the elites I'll give them a lot of credit for, seldom do they roll things out quickly. They do things oh, yeah. over time and generation, <laughs> right? And then there's this stalwart group sitting over here, which you and I and, and and I would say you know, so many more, especially in Bars Nation, are standing over here going, uh, no, you know, we're, we're going to pursue this other place where we're going to cognitively think through processes, we're gonna evaluate, we're gonna go back to go forward. And technology looks completely different to us over here. Yeah, You've kind of hit that because there is a, at the center of that, which is interesting, kind of to loop back to the final point you were saying about the electromagnetics, I have been really taken by how this vax, from the very beginning, when the WEF was announcing its new Medical Horizons, in its videos, they always showed one thing in the medical world, a three D printed heart. And now we have the myocarditis, which is massive and it's causing huge problems across the spectrum. And that engine, which is as you were just saying, we're talking about electromagnetics and the earth. That's literally our engine in our body. It's yeah. our brain, is our electromagnetic brain where they're trying to they seem to be wanting to control it or destroy it. And then replace it with one of their own. What's your thoughts on that?
1: Well, yeah, or or I think a better um, analogy is that we are tuned to God's frequency, and they're just retuning us to something else. You know, they're changing. If you change the if you change the wavelength that DNA responds to, or you change the wavelength that's bombarded with whatever, it's going to change our responses. And 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 here's you know part of the problem. You know, and I I get this even friends and family that say, but you're the only one I hear saying this. You're the only, you know, or I just don't know enough to make the decision or blah, blah, blah. I'll, I'll just point this out is that, you know, again, go back to general principles. It's not about it's, a lot of times. You don't have to know the details. You know, it's really about if, if they're asking you to do something that will make you more trackable change your it decrease your liberty in any way you run away from that if it's not if it if it increases your liberty it's probably right if it's hierarchical it's probably wrong that's my point about looking at hierarchies because That is generally the only way they can take us down is by a coordinated effort. There are only a few of them. There's six and a half or eight and a half billion of us.
0: I agree with you there.
1: So I think I see a way out of this, (laughs) you know, just be, be the, be the herd that won't get in the fences. That's all. That's all we got to do. And we've got this, but we have to take back our electromagnetic world. And that is the, that is, that is, here's the other thing, the way they're doing it. You know, you're talking about how people tend to want to go along. And this is, you're right. You know, they they did this. That's what the Tavistock Institute was all about in the 1920s. You know, they claimed it was for learning about shell shock. No, it was learning about how to control populations. And one of the things, for example, in vaccines, I know that they did research into how to get people to be more willing to take vaccines. And, And if they told them it would be safer for their children, they wouldn't do it. If they told them it would be safer for them, they wouldn't do it. But if they told them only one, you're the only 1% that won't take these, then they would do it. So one of the things they've learned, this is the whole idea of polling, of exit polls, of the constant misrepresentation of how many people are involved at these meetings. How many people were at, at January 6th? You know, they say it was a couple thousand or a hundred thousand. No, 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 no. It, it had to be over a million. I, you know, I was there. I'm telling you, the whole DC was filled. So you they always make you feel that you're in the minority. That's how they control the narrative here. And I don't think it's true. You know, it's it's worth waking up to that fact. And the other thing I think, and Yuval Harari, who normally I wouldn't quote as one of the good guys, but I got to say, I think he nailed it when he said this. He said, censorship no longer works by hiding information from you. Censorship works by flooding you with immense amounts of misinformation of irrelevant information, of funny cat videos until you're just unable to focus. That's well said. That's what they're doing to us. So the way out of this whole mess, number one, turn off the TV, get out of the mainstream media. Once Once you start reading a little history and you realize Project Mockingbird is real, that the CIA admits that they put people directly into newscasting, Um, the German newscaster that said that quit on air one day and said, I'm just tired of reading the scripts that the intelligence services give me. And he died a few months later, you know, a young guy. Um, That's the first step. And once you the virus is the that is the TV. I mean, turn off the TV, quit listening to mainstream media, even Fox. They're not helping you. Start doing your own independent research. And if you, you know, the easiest way is go on something like Telegram and just, it's not always going to be right information. You always have to use discernment. But trust me, if you only watch TV, 100% of it is the intelli- is what the intelligence services want you to have. That can't be right.
0: Well, I fully agree with that. I mean, that, that is the one of the biggest uh, control units. The, it's interesting that a piece that was done the other day that I picked up. Of course, Hollywood is the deals with the holly tree and the staff of of magic, and then television. When you break it down, is tell a vision. Yeah,
1: <laughs> and then
0: you choose a a channel, which would be the channel of magic that you want to be part of, so that you can be programmed. It's actually right in our face. It's always been there.
1: Isn't that interesting? The words that they right. use. I mean, it's all over the place. Yeah,
0: they don't they don't hide what they're doing at all, I, I think. No. So there's something that's been coming up, and we touched on this the other day, and I, I'm curious to get your thoughts on this. Um, and it has to do with this bioweapon and the fact that we start to see, and I, I, what I've seen in some recent work is, we've seen this all along, that the injected versus the uninjected. So the uninjected blood is normal, the injected blood is yeah. very coagulated, very slow and moving, even clotting, very little movement. Um, and I'm tying this in to this idea of fear and rage. We Lots of reports of road rage going on and equally lots of evidence that there is a very easily uh, initiated psychosis of fear we um, have yeah. seen this in some elderly that are having, whether it's a stroke or something like this, where they get locked into a state of fear. We also see this with this latest climate bit, this Arctic blast that quite frankly is not out of character. Um, though it was sudden, it's not out of character historically, especially when you're dealing with a city like Buffalo. And yet the, the, the purveyance of fear that's involved in that the newscast again pushing it the storm of the century it's climate change it's all of this and the willingness for people to step into that fear state is pretty phenomenal so I'm I think that there's a correlation between the vax hmm. and I'm I'm thinking that the the vax part of this beyond the um, the abilities of some of this hydrogel and spike protein to penetrate the blood-brain barrier which would directly affect the neural balance of things. But I'm also, my thoughts are because we're seeing a coagulated blood, that would be a reduction in oxygen, which can itself promote a psychosis. What's your thoughts on that?
1: Well, yeah, you know, any physician uh, that's been in practice for long enough has seen this over and over again, that in elderly people, in people that have, for one reason or another are not, in fact, I remember it in my dad. I remember when my Dad had a cardiac condition that was undiagnosed, and it first manifested that my mother was having trouble putting up with his personality change. He was just more angry, and that wasn't like him. Wow. And so it would turn out he wasn't getting good blood to the brain. When you're not getting good blood to the brain, your personality changes, and it tends to, you know, you tend to devolve into. I always joked I wanted to be the happy demented little old lady. You know, <laughs> some some people become just happy, and um, you know, or hypersexual. I mean, my husband keeps hoping I'll have a stroke when I told him that could be an outcome. But that's that's <laughs> the uh, that happens. Okay, but most of the time, most of the time, when people get hypoxic to their brain and that it's like subtle, it does manifest itself in anger. And in, because con- you're confused, you get you, your world is being, you know, everything's a little off for you and you don't know what's going on. And a lot of people, you know, the more compel- uh, uh obsessive compulsive kind of personality you are that when you get a little bit uh, confused like that, you devolve into anger. And, and psychosis is just kind of the extreme, I think, um, you know what you're talking about is that you're really disoriented you're in this blizzard and you it you can't just with it because your brain isn't really functioning right you know you would have when you were functioning right it would have been now here's why is this happening I have to say I, I mean I'm not saying and we're again everything anybody tells you about how this works the, the vaccines how it damages you and how we can get out of it is ultimately somewhat speculative because these psychopaths still have not told us exactly what's in it. But based, I'm going to say what I'm basing my information is on body, on what I know about the human body and physiology and what independent labs are telling us. Now, what independent labs are telling us um, generally is that this has graphene oxide, reduced graphene oxide in this. And and what's important about that is that's a it's that is an electron sponge. What it does is wh- and this could explain it does explain what we're seeing. You're seeing this so-called rouleau formation where the red blood cells, instead of flowing like beautiful laminar flow through the small vessels, they kind of are stacking up in this kind of like like you'd stack up poker chips. They look like a stack of poker chips. They get into these kind of ropey, wormy kind of con- you know, conformations, and you see it on the on the fresh smear. Well, what's that due to? What keeps your blood flowing without that is electrons, negative charges. There are, you have negative charges in the plasma. You have negative charges all around the outside of your red blood cells and your other cells and on the inside of the artery wall. So everything repels itself and it all just flows like the Mississippi River. And then you, then you inject people with graphene oxide. And we do know that some of these vaccines had more than others. You inject it. It goes through the arteries, it goes through the vessels, and as it does so, it sucks off these electrons, these negative charges go away, and boom, this stuff, this starts the the low formation, the microvascular clotting. And microvascular clotting, you know, we see it, when when somebody has an overt stroke, a brain bleed, an actual thrombus in their leg to cut off the circulation, we can diagnose that. What we can't really diagnose very well is small vessel, you know, um, intermittent microvascular clotting that would decrease your oxygenation to the brain, but not show up on any study. Now, that's what I think is happening. Now, that's not that's the early stuff. The big problem that those rubbery white clots—that's a whole if different issue. That is not what we're talking about here. We're talking about the general problem of this. What you're talking about, and I think the answer here is, and and it may be magnified by the by the Wi-Fi. You know, one of the other points about graphene oxide that's been used forget reading medical literature but if you go back to reading DARPA and reading the super soldier and reading um, all sorts of basic science about this stuff one of the things that can be used for is to also take you know turn on to fund the energy to nanobots to 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 run uh, because because nanobots run on terahertz so when you have gigahertz, you can convert it to terahertz using graphene oxide. So there's a lot of uses here that, that would make this all plausible. But I think that you're exactly right. I think it's a it's subtly changing a lot of people's personality. And, and that's why I like carbon 60. I, I This is just one of those things that, uh, you know, I credit God with putting a lot of things in my path over my entire life that has led to right now. But I was in an anti-aging meeting probably 20 some years ago now. And um, I met Bob Greska and Bob Greska had been a carbon and I'm not, this is not meant to be a, an adverse advertisement for Greska's carbon 60, but I have it on my site because I think it's the best stuff. The reason I do is I, I never used to sell this stuff. I used to just use it. I met him at an anti-aging meeting and we got talking and he's a real uh, nanocarbon chemist. And he developed this stuff that is the antithesis of graphene oxide. It naturally occurs in Shungite. That's why people wear those Shungite bracelets and things. And it's a it's a buckyball. What Buckminster Fuller uh, demonstrated um, is 60 carbon atom sphere. Okay. And uh, it does exist once in a while in nature, but how do you make it artificially? And, and Greska figured out how to make it artificially without leaving behind toxic, what they call eluents or chemicals like toluene and benzene because a lot of the cheaper ways to do this use that stuff and you don't want that. But anyway, I got to talk to him so I think since 19 maybe 1990 Eight or 2000. I can't remember when he came out with it, but but I was one of the first people I think I, I've been using this ever since just, but I wasn't as religious about it. And it's just a, like a little drop where you put in your mouth or you can rub it on your face. If you lost your hair after COVID, you could rub it on your hair. I actually did that. I mean, on your scalp, it gets absorbed. And what it does is it's a huge electron donor, huge donor. So they've seen it given given to people that have they've had they've had the fresh smear of these clo- microvascular rouleau formation and then they then they they sh- they show the blood smear after t- carbon 60 and they can see it re- resolving so it's not maybe the ultimate i mean you've got to do more than that but this is your first line of defense if you if you took the vaccine yesterday where you feel like this is happening to you dose yourself with carbon 60. That's what I would do Im- immediately because it's the quickest, it may be the quickest turnaround now I've heard other people say that EDTA, you can use um, the people that do chelation with EDTA. The difference is that EDTA, if you use it over time, can can uh, it chelates out your calcium and it can decrease minerals that you want. But a couple I used to do that too, a couple months a year. I would put a little EDTA under my tongue, sublingual, I didn't read this in the medical text. organized medicines, brain dead, but I had so many patients that would, that would get this stuff. They were old people and it's not my specialty. I'm an orthopedic surgeon, but they would come in and they'd say, you know, doc, you know, I was going to go see this vascular surgeon because I was having clearly having leg problems, but I got this stuff and it's EDTA capsules and whatever. And I'm not kidding you. my my legs have pinked up. I don't think I need to go see that guy. What do you think? (laughs) You know, I've heard that story so many times that I started looking into it and I just found out you can take it under the tongue. It gets absorbed and it's going to chelate you and it, and it cleans out. And I know, and I actually know it does. I have seen it happen in patients. So I honestly think this, this is also when I've heard doctors now saying, Hey, we think EDTA chelation gets rid of this graphene oxide. To me, it's just the do the things that are, that have no obvious risk. If you do it reasonably, and, and do it. And, and, and it's risk benefit. This is low risk, potential high benefit. Can't prove it yet. Um, I can tell you the low risk of carbon 60. Greska actually accidentally in his, work, in his work lab dosed himself with what he thought was probably the equivalent of a thousand bottles of this stuff. It was in the air and he didn't know it. He'd been breathing it for six hours. He said when he got out, so this tells us a lot, you know, this is one of those accidents that actually teach you what's really going on in the body. He said, he realized he'd been, he'd, no, he'd only noticed it. Cause he opened the door to the lab and it was all this gray haze. He said, he'd been breathing for six hours. He realized, and he felt great. He never had any bad. I said, how did it make you feel? He said, it never, never bothered him. And this whole thing came up in the discussion of, do we know about the pharmacokinetics of carbon 60? Do we know how it leaves the body? And now we kind of do, because he said, the only thing I can tell you is I pooped out these, brown, these black little charcoal briquettes for like three days because that's, I said, that tells us a lot. Did your urine turn gray? He said, no. I said, okay. So here's what we learned. What we learned is this gets excreted by the liver and pooped out and that you didn't get sick in a massive dose and it didn't come out in your urine. Wow. So your urine doesn't excrete it it circulates around for a while and then like so many other things it gets taken out by our liver enzyme system and and excreted that's a good that's good to know it is so this is how we're learning things in this in this crazy climate but that's what i think the first thing to do but you're right that's the brain's not getting oxygen
0: so if we're looking at one of the i think the big issue right now is kind of looking at protocols you and i have been talking a lot about this you have what I consider to be some of the best protocols out there right now, but they're also not the standard protocols that you're hearing. Right. So we have kind of a foundation protocol, which I think pretty much to say zinc, vitamin D um, probably some copper in there. Right.
1: Yeah. NAC selenium. I've got a, a, I don't have a bottle here, but I've got a thing called the immune stack, but it's got NAC quercetin zinc selenium. And, um, Oh, there's six things. Okay, where am I blanking? Oh, betaine and betaine I put in there because betaine is a methyl donor. That's another issue. This thing may seem to damage your methylation, and so for people that have a bad methylation, that may be the reason they're getting the nerve things. Again, we're just based. At, this is based on 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 body physiology. What we know from past experiences, like what we knew about the guys that got you know took those experimental vaccines and came up positive with HIV. Now, some of them converted to AIDS, and some of them didn't. What was the, they found out that people that saturated their plasma with selenium didn't convert to AIDS for the most part. So that's, you know, we can't, you, this is one of those things we can't wait 30 years for double blind studies. It's funny because I'm being attacked by the Iowa medical board saying, well, what's your scientific basis for talking about any of this? You know, I I and I act, and I want to say, what was your scientific basis for giving this vaccine? You know, did you have 30 year double blind studies? Did you have long-term peer-reviewed studies? Did you have anything? And were you willing to share it? No. So don't, you know, it's kind of a naive argument to, to ask about this. If you're in the middle of the war, you can't wait for the perfect answer. But these are the imperfect answers um, to, to try and sort this out. And obviously, we knew about a lot of this stuff from what worked during COVID, was the, which was probably the same toxins the the quercetin NAC. I mean, I know people that were cured by IV NIC before the doctor that did it were was fired. Um, that's the kind of thing we're, we're 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 collecting the stories. We're collecting people's experience. So you have a basic basic bundle of things we know from that. And um, I think the thing I've learned too is that. And I learned this from a naturopath. I didn't really even know what naturopaths were when I came into this fight. I I will tell you, a naturopath is someone that spends their four years in medical education on, on diet, on what the role of nutrition is in health. And it turns out it's considerable, but my entire, I can, I can't even remember a nutritional lecture in medical school. I'm sure I had one, but it wasn't very impressive. So um, that's something that we have not been paying attention to. And as, as Dr. Glidden said to me one day, he says, he says, you nature, you, you allopaths, which is you know, what, what standard medical doctors are, but he said it in a derogatory term. He said, you allopaths, once you understand that you need supplementation, you think you can do it with pills. And, and he's right. You can't just do this with pills. The, the best thing. And uh, this is what I do. Now I take the 90, there are 90 essential nutrients. Essential means you can't make them. The body can't make them. So it's a chain of metabolic events. You have to make sure you have all these nutrients from manganese, you know, the micro, the micronutrients. And the other thing about pills are they're not always bioavailable. So, you know, sometimes you're just pooping them out. So I think the, 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 as a baseline thing to do is clean up your diet. Don't eat a bunch of junk. I got to admit, it's very easy when we all get a little depressed about what's going on and now it's winter and there's uncertainty. It's easy to reach for the potato chips and the ice cream and the junk, but this is not the time to do it. And And then supplement the 90 essential nutrients and then bump up things like copper, like selenium, the things we know make a difference. Think about, I I, I use the carbon 60. And then I think everybody should cleanse their body from parasites. And I will tell you, I have a whole video. It's too hard to tell in a few minutes, but the, a 30 minute video on the parasite paradigm that I have on Rumble and on my, my website. But this whole thing, every time I turn around and I had James Grunvig sent me something about parasites the other day that people are saying, you know, it's, it's starting to come out. Oh, well, here's what he found out. Um, Cause I've been speaking about parasites and some people say that's crazy, but, and Kingston then comes out and says, hey, wait a minute. I think this is acting like an artificial parasite. It's blah, 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 blah. You know, it's like she found literature and patents. And I said, well, that goes along with what I'm seeing. You know, this is a, a natural parasite. Cancer literature on antiparasitic drugs. Every time you turn around at, at the heart of it, you see parasites. Now, isn't it interesting that we've been told that it's not a it's only a third world problem of a few people. That's not true. And it never was true. We used to do parasite cleansing of people, especially people that were on farms and stuff, and we stopped doing it. But what what Grunvig discovered is there's a back room kind of site on, on the CDC website. And it's kind of, I guess, one of their deep data things. It's kind of they keep it in the background. It's not something that most people go to. But he found out that all that that whole section on parasites had been scrubbed. And not only did they scrub it, they scrubbed the Wayback Machine on parasites of that site. Wow. Yeah, that this is one of the things about sourcing truth is look what they really don't want you to know about. It's like, you know, I always joke that George Carlin's seven words that you can't say on TV. Nobody gives a shit. Oh, there was one. Nobody cares about those seven words that you can say on TV now, but they do care about the six words you can't say on TV. And that is nitazoxynide, chloroquine, hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, fenbendazole, and chlorine dioxide. And those are all antiparasitic drugs.
0: Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. They, you're right about that. I mean, we're dealing in a, in a pretty draconian level of psyop. Yeah. Huge. And to the credit of what's going on in Twitter. And I don't know who Elon Musk is. I, I, I can tell you, I'm not, <laughs> I'm not convinced it's him. Number one, compared to his old pictures and number two, what goes on in Twitter doesn't happen by virtue of one man. I think we can both agree with that. That's massive amount. That's a team level effort that somebody's done, which always begs that question of that EO that President Trump signed of securing, seizing assets of those that were involved in right in meddling in elections, and especially if there's foreign actors. <laughs> so it's there's a strong suggestion that there's a, a higher hand involved in this, um, and I say that in the government hand, and I it's difficult to say whether that's going to be literally a military hand or whether that's other agencies. We don't really know what's going on, but there definitely seems to be something very high level involved in that, quote, Elon Musk takeover, because it, for one thing, there's no board of directors interaction going on right now. They're not saying a word.
1: Yeah, that's true. They cleaned out the board of directors. And he was, you know, his grandfather was the head of the technocracy movement in Canada. Interesting. And if anybody hasn't studied technocracy, um, Patrick Wood's book about technocracy rising, it's excellent. I mean, it, it really... You'll find it in Hollywood and predictive programming. And essentially, in a nutshell, technocracy is the idea that if you want to control the world, you just control energy because energy controls your food supply, controls everything. And if you want to impoverish a country, take away its energy. You know, we're in the energy, you know, we've been in energy wars my whole life and his grandfather was the head of that. So you're right. It's hard for me to believe that suddenly he's a guy that now you're seeing pictures that he claims his most important documents by his bedside. And it's a constitution. Really? Elon, you're the guy that was going to put brain chips in us three years (laughs) ago. (laughs) So there's something not right here. No, I'm. But whatever's happening is kind of, it's sure fun to watch. And whoever this is, he's got a great sense of humor. I love the sink. I loved him sliding into Twitter. Carrying a sink, oh. like, let that sink in. <laughs> that was <laughs>
0: terrible. No, exactly. Or I'll bring everything, including the kitchen sink. There's a couple yeah, of interpretations. Yeah, it's pretty good. Sink. No, I just think it's interesting. And, and I, I do want to touch on this because I, as we get into this, uh, and you, you know my position, I tend to be pretty hard on the, the over-optimistic, white hats are in control, sweeping in to save right. humanity. Because I, I don't, I think that what it what that does is it creates a very complacent situation. Um, Citizen and a very complacent citizenry where people sit back and say, Okay, I don't have to do anything. I'm going to watch the film and someone's going to fix it for me, which I think we can agree that that is not at all at the core of what makes this republic work. I do agree on many levels with you that something has been going on behind the scenes. I don't think there's any question. And one of the simple indicators, there's actually two of them right now. One of them is that if we were to look at the the draconian evilness of this left, if they had really been unleashed, we would not be in a comfortable place right now. There'd be no question that that would have been, we would have tipped way farther than something stalled. Exactly. And the other piece is this in this latest $1.7 trillion omnibus bill, they put in, I believe the number was $2.6 or $2.5 million per congressman for home defense. That's a society they know is going to collapse. That was buried in that bill, by the
1: way. I'm sorry, home def- in their home defense?
0: Yes, their home defense.
1: Oh, isn't that an eye-opener?
0: It is an eye-opener. So it really shows you that something pretty significant is coming. And then you and I have just recently talked about China, and I've been paying attention to this as well because China is on the verge of a massive bubble collapse. Even though they are pushing the, the bricks the silken road. There's a lot of things like this. Those things have been very slow in taking off for as great and as grand as they were. And my opinion is that because they weren't ready, they were, they were not ready to roll out. They really, the mechanisms and the, in the relationships weren't built, which would always show a displacement of their timing. But then you have some additional information you were talking to me about last night. I'd like to hear again.
1: Well, yeah. And I think it's not by ice in isolation, just to put this in perspective, There are several things happening to governments around the world that are odd, not to not the least of which um, observers in Washington, D.C. say all the buildings and everything has been boarded up, you know, plasticized over, except the the visitors gallery to the White House and the Treasury Department. You know, what does what's going on there? I mean, I you know, it's uh, it's I've seen the pictures. It's pretty creepy. So something is happening there. Um. You know, we've been seeing for years now this rollout of the social credit score in China, and we saw the barricades going up, and we saw people being restricted to first their apartments and then their neighborhoods, and all this draconian testing. And suddenly that seems to have all come down. There was a Polish lady that came out and said, Wait a minute, am I, what happened overnight? Because suddenly she could get on the train without having a COVID test. And apparently China has said by January 5th or 6th, all done. Now, You're also hearing, oh, because somebody texted me last night and says, oh, but there are 250 million new cases of COVID. I said, really? You believe that? I mean, what's COVID? Okay. Now, we are seeing hospitals filled up where they weren't filled up during COVID. They're filled up now with myocarditis and things. I'm not saying it couldn't be that, but we're seeing something else. We're also seeing the polls have also, just coincidentally, it happened to be the, the government of Poland reported that Belarus the Russians and the Serbians are all amassing their armies around to go into Ukraine and finish this. And quite frankly, the lights are off in Ukraine. Anybody that thinks that that Zelensky is over there in the the guy that monkey works i think that follows but other people have said this too that follows the the flights the superported flight that he came in on from from ukraine to america has never gone outside america now since so i don't think he's back in ukraine or if he's ever been in ukraine there's just it's all it's all you know you can photograph on a green screen and be anywhere it's hard to know who's what but there's something here's another one that started right after the the uh, election of 2020. Myanmar had the same problem that we purportedly did that the, you know between the satellites and the and the and the machines the dominion servers the SS software all this stuff that they had a chinese prop puppet that won the election, this female that was, I guess maybe she was an incumbent, but she, she won the election. And this time they said, the military just stepped and said, no, we have evidence that this was a fraud and we're not going to accept this. And so they declared martial law. They took over and and they were just going to rerun the elections. Now it's funny that at first they tried to make this into a big coup. You know, the news wanted to report on this being a big coup and keep in mind all the news is owned by the same people. Um, but it, have you heard anything recently about Myanmar? No, it's just it, because they, they, it, it, they don't want you to know the, the, our successes. They don't want you to know when they've actually uncovered truth and figured out what to do. But it's just interesting that all this is happening. And I think China, I mean, when was it about a month ago that Hu Jintao was arrested in the plenary session of the Communist Party, whatever? Mm-hmm. And I heard at that time, a hundred other former high ranking officials. So. Uh, I don't know. You know, we hear about the old families, the old secret society families in China, and the rumor is that that's what's that's what's they've decided. We've had enough of these Kazarian mobsters in our midst, and that that have been running this fake COVID thing. We're not doing it anymore. We're gonna we're gonna stop this. I don't know. Uh, the truth is yet to be known, but something something has stopped the human trafficking in China that's making this housing bubble by having these big high priced hospitals sitting empty and I got that from Mitch Gerber who's followed this forever he's been trying to stop the Falun Gong from being murdered by these people they were literally taking these peaceful nonviolent religion uh practitioners that would just go out every morning and they'd sit outside in the sun and they would do like a almost like a feng no, not feng shui like a um the, the slow exercise routines and that was their practice every day and they didn't they didn't smoke they didn't drink they were healthy they were highly prized for their organs and they started arresting a certain number he said one in 30 that would be taken to these concentration camps or these now quarantine camps i mean covid was a good covid also might be by the way right now a good excuse to say we're having an outbreak of covid could be an excuse for taking down the the mechanism the, the the km or whatever they think is has been running this thing in china so we don't know but Mitch said that these people were being live harvested that they would have somebody from England or Germany or somebody that needed a new liver and they'd send in their blood sample and the people in China would then take the sample they'd marry it up they'd find some pe- one of their quarantine victims that had the same that, that cross matched and they just set it up the appointment they'd go to one of these fancy hospitals these big hospitals and then they would live harvest from the Falun Gong person to this paid person from england or germany or wherever um us to get their new organ and it was huge money i mean people that think drugs are big money trust me drugs are at the bottom of the scale then it's humans and then it's human body parts human body parts i guess are at the top of the scale and that's what was funding all those big hospitals in china apparently so something is happening and again it's kind of happening all at once
0: very interesting well joshua phillip who does crossroads is part of epic tv he did a really good report. I played it last night. It was just a clip from it. I didn't play the whole report, but he was talking about this rise in COVID cases. And his comment was that many people are questioning whether this is just another scam from China. And his response, and like I said, his reporting's solid because he's got great contacts on the ground. Um, and, of course, Epic TV has that is the Fulongong connection.
1: Right, to Epic Times. So
0: his point was, no, he did not believe that it was a scam, that in fact this was something very real. But he ended with a perspective, with a comment on this piece of, and the many of the CCP members are dying, and then his theory was Mm -hmm. because they had taken organ transplants, their medication for anti-rejection was was no longer available. So this is an interesting issue. Um,
1: Interesting. Yeah, that kind of orchestrates it all together. Now, keep in mind when people, I hate the term COVID. I I mean, I think because at the end of the day, we still don't know what we're dealing with here. When we say we had COVID, most of it was flu that was blown out of proportion because of the PCR tests, but there was something, okay. There was something that was very different that some people died from and that some people got very, very sick from. And, and and I'm, and I'm believing what Karen Kingston found, because I've always said, it's not an airborne virus. It never was. It didn't fit the pattern of that. I've always thought it was some kind of contact poison. So picture this possibility, which, which absolutely goes along with everything we're seeing. Whether it's true or not, I can't first pur- purposely prove, but it sure fits. It's like a murder mystery when you find something that the, this perpetrator fits all the, all the facts and was in all the right places at the right time. So suppose you had smart hydrogel in a toxin form that you could, with this lipid nanoparticle, that you could spread around the world in Wuhan to start this thing off and people got it on their hands and they got it in their mouth and this stuff would get ingested into you. And maybe it would, maybe it would reproduce in you and shed, but it didn't make you sick until they bombarded it with a certain wavelength. Because what Karen found is a, is, a, is some research stuff and some patents on this smart genetically engineered hydrogel that basically it, you know, proteins function because of a three dimensional conformation. In other words, they have to be the right shape. If I, if I, they're, they're like, Right hand and left hand shapes of the same protein, and the only left hand shape works, you know. So, or it, it it you know, it's like frying an egg. My dad was a biochemist and he used to teach me things in the kitchen. And you know, when why does an egg turn white when it fries? It's because you're re you're reconforming that protein in the egg white and the albumin and stuff. And then as it reconforms, then it reflects light differently. Well, that's that's a function, okay? So what she found was. This smart hydrogel could form two, two shapes. One's a diamond shape and one was a triangle shape. And one of them I can't remember what she told me one of them fits into the human ACE2 pathway, which is just like a light switch. It's like a key, okay? So or a door. So if you want to make people sick with what we call this COVID that really acted like that, you need the right key and the right lock. And the right lock is the lock is the ACE2 pathway. The key is what we call the spike protein. But, but there's no evidence that it ever came from a virus. They can keep saying that all they want. I, I defy somebody to actually show that. But, but this is evidence that it could have been man-made. So they make this stuff. They spread it all around. You get it in the bodies. The Chinese get saturated with it. And then on October 19th, they started turning on the 5G with the right wavelength. It's not just 5G. 5G is a spectrum, so you can pick the wavelength, and we know from the Cosnochev research that wavelength can transmit disease by itself, but let's them make it easier. Let's put in something in the body that fits in people's pathway, the ACE2 pathway that gives you the symptoms of salt wasting and all the stuff that we saw in COVID. Well, when you do that and you turn on, now they've turned on the 5G, then they can regulate when they turn on and off this this the, the pandemic. You see, that's what I'm saying. Is it, wouldn't it be, if you were going to do something that was brilliant, you wouldn't, you wouldn't go to all this trouble of CRISPR and trying to make a genetic poison. And, you you know, you don't know, it's very expensive, very technologically demanding, you know, Feng Zhang says you can't do it. But if you could make a toxin that you could turn on and off, wouldn't that be brilliant? And you see, that may be what you're seeing in China right now. Very, very speculative, but, you know. If you if maybe it's only the Politburo and maybe it's only the Communist Party members that got a particular vaccine, and now we've just turned on the off switch, you know we don't know, but that that that's all that's all possible, and we and I think that's well within our technology.
2: So, Patriots, that's the end of
0: part one of the interview with Dr. Lee Merritt. Part two will be in the next hour or in in place of Fishers of Men at 9 o'clock, and I think you'll enjoy that as it continues. So let's pray. Father, we come to you today very blessed and honored to once again have another great conversation to open our minds to the greater truths that are around, to continue the discipline of looking at what's before us, to step into a place where we not only can embrace truth, but will embrace the responsibility that truth provides we ourselves now, as we learn and as we gain the understanding of the motions and and movement of things, not only do we need to take that responsibility of how that affects our lives, but in conveying that truth into the greater world. Just ask that you'll continue to guide us, strengthen us as we walk forward, to continue to expand the understanding in people's hearts and ultimately with the goal of leading them back to Christ Jesus. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So Patriots, part two will be in the in place of fissures of Men. We'll continue that conversation with Dr. Lee Merritt. So until then, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you shortly and Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now.
2: We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe